Let's do a cuddle. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace. Space. Space. I'm doing the echo. I got it. I'm playing the. Yep. I'm the reverb guy in this thing. I'm making. They, we, they call that wet. You make it wet. You're the guy who loses their sponsors. I. They're not gonna. First off, nobody likes Squarespace more than me. I go there and I look at their templates all the time because they make me want to make a. They make me want to make a page for a thing I don't like. I almost want to invent a band. Okay, but here's the just thing: just to have a website. I was just gonna say this: Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio for a free trial and ten percent off your first purchase. Go to squarespace.com and use offer code Walking the Room. That's all I was gonna say. I know. And then after that, I was gonna say Hornado. <laughs> Is that the is that is that a, is that something you're pitching around town? I think yeah, I think I'm going to take it over to Sci-Fi. I love it, Hornado. So right, it's like, right, right. So it's it's, it's a, I get what it is. It seems pretty self-explanatory. Seems like it seems awesome. Like except for because right. the shark one, they they ate people, right? Right. Sharknado, they right. came and they were they were terrifying. But right. This is a whole different thing. What happens with Hornado is that um, the damage they do is that they go around. It, it, it's a it's a swirl right. of whores, right? I suppose. Yep, that's uh, exactly. Prostitutes, pro, yeah. pros, yeah, escorts, uh, escorts, uh-huh. and they go around and they have sex with guys and they all get arrested. Right, that's what makes it so fearful. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a hornado, it's a, and you. It's and a, it's it, a, what it is is a gigantic sting operation. But you can't you can't once the hornado comes in, you got to be sucked and fucked. Like you, if you're caught <laughs> up, shit, if you're you caught kidding? up in that shit. Yeah. You're, there's and, and then, but you end up arrested, right? But you can also go home to your wife and go. Well, there was a tornado. What am I right. supposed to do? That's I the thing. Oh, no, I didn't realize that. Yeah, hor- yeah, yeah, it was a tornado. I got caught in tornado. Right. So that's what I think guys should use from now on. Tornado. <laughs> oh fuck! Walk in the room. <laughs> Uh, you listen to Walk in the Room. My name is Dave Anthony. I'm here with my guest, Greg Barrett. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm also a co-owner. Which basically, I'm one of the. I'm one of the uh, uh, CEOs of Walking the Room. Well, we don't have a CEOs. We have a board of directors. <laughs> we do. Yeah, I'm on the board, right? It, mm, <laughs> uh, that's the interesting thing. You did not make the cut. <laughs> that's so weird. So I'm not. What do I? What is my position at? Uh, you're an intern. <laughs> Oh my God, I love it's it. Me, uh, Perry, Simon, and Angelo are the the board. Is that right? That's and then weird. You're an intern. That's so weird. Could you get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. You don't even drink coffee. Um, I don't drink coffee, but I would just like you to get it for me, like a bitch. <sighs> I love being a bitch. Uh, I cut my own hair this week. Uh, no, it looks like it. No, it looks fucking awesome. Um, look at the precision, dude. Okay, Amir, I might have done some tidying up, but I did it. I fucking did it. And now I'm now I feel confident to just do other people. So, but it's not legal. And I was gonna like you know right. I've been talking about. I'm just I'm gonna give illegal haircuts. Do you remember Beaker from the Muppets? Yeah, I do. Okay. So that's what you look like. Well, that's perfect because that's that's the picture I held up when I was doing it. Okay. <laughs> I love Beaker from the Muppets. No, he's hilarious. He's I great. Just, I just as a, as am I as a fifty year old man would not want that look. It's working that's out all. for me. It's working that's out for all. me. Is it? Yeah. How? I'm still here. <laughs> my expectations are so low, dude. I'm still I think here. For everybody, when they see you walking towards them, you know what goes, my thing uh, is. You know what my thing is. I still live indoors. That's the level I'm at now. That's my like. If I'm still living indoors, my career's going good. Uh, that's a low threshold. Yes, I know, but I made. Could, I, but I meet with success almost every day. You could be in a shed. Yes, I don't mind. Okay. Um, so we have a live podcast. Come, yeah. What, what day is that? Is the seventh. So is that two weeks? That's on, it's in two weeks on a, is that a Friday or a Saturday? It's a Friday night. It's a Friday the seventh at nine o'clock know, at, at Nerd just, Melt. And we have a guest by the name of Al Madrigal. I just asked someone to be a guest and I said, you want to do Saturday the seventh? And he was like, what, you mean Friday? Yeah. Friday the seventh. And then he didn't get back to me. Which, who is it? Kyle Kinane. Oh my God, that'd be great. So it'd be Kyle and Al. Hopefully. Here's the great news. Al is, uh, uh, I just watched his show last night. 
And he's good in it. His pilot? His TV show? The, he's the on a show. started? I didn't even know it was on the air. He's, on, he's in the TV version of About a Boy. Oh, he is? Yeah. He never told me what it was. Yeah, that's it. The lead guy in that? So here's the thing. I see him. In, okay, so I'm flying home the other day at the end of so many flights coming back from... I went to Washington and I got stuck in the snow. And then I went down to North Carolina and then I came back. And then I fly into San Francisco to go to a wedding. And then on my way home to Los Angeles with my family, they fuck up and lose my ticket. I don't know how they lost my ticket. So I'm on the next flight. So I'm... Wait, wait. They can't lose a ticket. I guess they can. United, United can do things it's, that you can't... They're like, well, you're not in our thing. And I'm like, here's what is where. That? That's like a bank going, sorry, you don't have an account now. Can I tell you something? Digital. So the guy, the guy that, the guy that, but here's the weird thing. They rebooked me and I don't think I got charged. So they know they fucked up. Well, the, first off, the guy behind the counter couldn't have been more overworking for United. <laughs> I'm sure that's nice. Or gayer. And he couldn't have been yeah. nicer. And yeah. he was just really, sir. Let's just put you on a flight. So yeah. anyway, puts me on a flight. Madrigal, I see him in the airport. He goes, dude, I've got the fucking pass pass. Like I've got the let's speed through. The pass thing, come with me. Don't oh, wait in that oh, long yes. line. Yeah. Right, because I was just yeah. flying eco, right? Yeah. So we go through the line. I get stopped, frisked, my bag checked. It took me forever. I went through there, the, everything. My hair, they went through my hair. They went in the rim of my, they had to take me into the room. Now you say, now you say, what, three minutes ago, my look is working for me. <laughs> well, and then you give and then you give a story of how your look is not working for I you. I know, but Al looks like a terrorist. No, Al Well, that's racist. No, he's just unshaven. He oh yeah, he is unshaven. Yeah, he's a dirty person. A dirty, dirty person. Yeah, he's a dirty human. No, it, it, i I find what upsets me is when you look around at the TSA and you realize everyone's like a 15-year-old and they're just, they've just made a bunch of shit up to do. Right. Not, here's what the thing. So they were like, your hands indicate that you have, a, have some liquids. And those liquids could be deadly or they could be lotion. I'm like, if you know me, it's probably lotion. But I didn't bring any lotion with me. So, so if your hands have... If your hands are wet, then you're... Might they weren't be even wet, dude. If it, you, your hands can scan for having some sort of moisture on them, and then it's like they think you've got shit on you. You you can't dude, it just, make it's made a liquid up. explosive in a fucking airplane from Los Angeles to San Francisco. <laughs> it's not possible. It's not... What the fuck? And all you're doing is saving people from going to Los Angeles anyway. <laughs> It's such horseshit, dude. And I felt I was I just was like, I have like, I think because of the medication, like I'm really chill about pretty much everything. But even then I was like, really, guys, what is what is this? What is no, this game we're all playing? Yeah, it's all horseshit. And then and then they put out this alert this week. Oh, there might be shoe bombers. What do you want me to do with that? Why right. are you fucking telling? Right. Me? Right. Why, why are you telling anybody? I think they're just, just check to the fucking shoes. Why are you putting the word out there? Yeah. I mean, do, the, do you think that's going to deter the shoe bomber? Oh, shit. Bad day to be a shoe bomber. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I don't get it. You know, yeah. I mean, look, those guys are really low-rent workers. When when they went to it's hire... It's not their fault, by the way. If you remember the TSA and you and no, you listen to our show. But but when they went to hire the TSA guys, right. the Republicans fought for it to be a non-union job. And because of that, you get a lower, lower quality of worker because the dudes who can make more money and be in unions aren't going to take that job. Right. They're going to get a better job right. somewhere. Yeah, these guys are like from manpower. Right. You know, it's, it's like... Which doesn't be, mean they're not deserving of jobs. Doesn't mean they're bad people. It's not... It's not... They're executing a process that's horseshit. Right. That's it. It's not their fault. No, it's I don't blame shit. anyone that works for the TSA. What I blame is the process, the ridiculousness of it. Well, you know... And the horseshit... And uh, I, I just... You know, go ahead. You know, in uh, Israel, they've got it. They've like got it down because they don't check fucking shoes and belts and the moisture on your hands. They look everybody in the fucking eyes and they ask some questions and they stop. They've they, nobody gets on planes. that's going to blow it up because they fucking look at the guy. And if the eyes go squirrely, they go, come here. Right. And then they fucking talk to him. That's how you stop it, dude. You don't you don't fucking have people take off all their fucking clothes or whatever <laughs> yes, the you fuck do. they do. Yeah. I look, I, I know for that guy, it couldn't have been any easier for any more of a joy for him to check 
around my waistline, oh, right? Stick his hand under my underpants no, slow, and go around slow the line. Slow it down. Slow it down. Tell okay, me. so he. Right. I never thought this would happen to me. Yeah, girl. Right. Yeah, take it down. Dear penthouse. Uh huh. I'm going through the TSA. Just line. a thumb underneath, right above the belt line, and then just in and, and around. I am rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when the TSA guy leans into your ear and goes, "Do you have any lotion?" Yeah. He's not looking for anything. Do you know what the except a, a good time? Do you know what the A in TSA stands for? <laughs> nope. Anus. Yes. And do you know what the TS stands for? What? The something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I nailed it. Riffing with Greg Barron. I'm gonna tweet that shit. Um. Yeah. No, the TSA is fucking it, bullshit. There, it's it, you know, it's just fucking nonsense. It's just complete nonsense. Yep. The thing about uh, take off your belt. Why am I going to prison? Am I gonna fucking hang myself in a cell? Why would I? Why am I taking off my belt? You they honestly think I have fucking? Who's gonna have a plastic explosive or whatever around their fucking belt? What is this midnight run? Like what the fuck are you talking <laughs> I know. about? I, I and then then take off your hat. Really? Take off my baseball hat. There because hat. I, I have so much room for explosives in my hat. Well, you know what I have. You know what I have under my hat. Remy the rat from uh, the rat movie that Pat was in. That remember you stayed in the hat. That riff that just fell out of me. Like, but that's not as even soon as they riff. started to say it. You, <laughs> you got, you got, you got. Two I got word, that confused with comedy. You got two words into a sentence, and you decided to use spare words. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I could like just, you. I, I could have done everyone a favor. You know, just you not. Know what you are. You know when you see a guy driving on the road and he's got that little tire on because his tire blew out and he's got the spare on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're like yeah. that. But you've got four of those. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. Sometimes when I do that, I imagine the customer like driving, like you're driving down a road, you see a guy with headphones on, he just takes the headphones off and throws them on the ground. <laughs> it's like, why do I do this? I see, I see a guy driving down the road and his seatbelt's not fastened, so he fastens <laughs> it and then drives as hard as he can into a tree. That's what I see. That's what our customer is doing. Oh, what, what, what wedding did you go to? My dad's, uh, my dad's uh, girlfriend's daughter. And how old is she? She's in her uh, maybe thirty, I think. Yeah, something like that. She's a lawyer. Was it a big wedding? Oh uh, no, it was uh, average size. It was nice though. It was really nice. It was a lot of fun. Did you party? Oh, did you know how I do? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Were there dogs? Mighty guys... got super sick and threw up all over the airport, and then threw up all over Amira. <laughs> the and then airport? Threw up all... Yeah, yeah. So Amira stayed home with her. So I, I just went with True. True and I went to the wedding. Shut the fuck I up. So, so, you're, so which airport are you at? Are you at LAX? So, uh, what, during the throw up? Yeah. That, that was Amira got to. Amira got to. I was in North Carolina right. and I was coming home to San Francisco. Amira was in LA and she was flying to San Francisco. And at the, right as they got at into the, got to their gate, Mighty so turned gone, around. So they've gone through security. Gone through. Mighty turns around and she's like going to throw up. And of course, true being the greatest human being in the world, puts her hands out to catch oh, it. Oh, God, Jesus, what? Yeah, she's you gotta like, fix that girl. That is The most too, empathetic person is, in the whole Jesus world. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Did of she course, throw? she thought it was magic juice, Did so she... she's... <laughs> Did she start screaming, no, no, it's explosive. <laughs> oh, my God, that's the lotion. She swallowed the lotion. No, wait, so yeah. did she vomit in her hand? Yeah, and then she vomited in the on the ground, and then she, I guess I, I didn't I didn't ask for all the vomiting, I didn't all the location because then she got sick, and then she got to the hotel, and then she threw up again, and then yeah. So wait, so so did she get on the plane? Yeah. Was she throwing up on the plane? No, she was just sad on the plane. You know how you like when you throw up and you feel good for like twenty minutes, yeah. and then it all comes creeping back again. Luckily, it was like it's a short flight. Stomach, yeah, it's a tiny flight. So. And then she went to the hotel and just threw up the whole time. Yep. And it's and were you guys in one room? Uh, yeah, beds? we were. We were all in one room. How was that? How's that? Well, she it chilled vomiting? out. It chilled out after the because we that was the day of the wedding. We went there, and then True and I went to the uh, went to the wedding. Yeah, and then to the reception, and then came home, and everybody was just you know, Marty was just green, but she well, was, Finn, she, yeah, she, Finn got that thing. He we were uh, it's right when we were starting to pack up. We had like a we had the weekend set aside because my wife went out of town this weekend, so she was like, we're gonna pack the weekend before. Sure, pack up everything. The cat got sick. The cat's dying. We tell the kid, we don't put the cat down yet because we want him to, you know, be able to say goodbye or whatever. Right. Then his so his grandmother's supposed to come and get him and take him away for the weekend, and then we're gonna pack and do all that shit. Right. And she 
she takes him out and he gets in the car and he starts losing his fucking mind. Because he doesn't want to be with her. No. He's he wants he's scared the cat's gonna die when he's gone. Or, right. You know. And then he, so he's like losing his shit. And we're like, okay, just go to dinner with your grandma and we'll see how it goes. So he does, and we think that after that he'll be like, yeah, because he loves going over to her, her house to spend the night, but then he doesn't. And then he comes back and in the middle of the night just starts vomiting all over his awesome. bed. Which awesome. I remember as a kid. I remember waking up and being like, I'm throwing up everywhere. It's just all over your bed. It's yeah. just fucking gnarly. Yeah, yeah, bed yeah. vomit is just a bummer. Mm, yeah, you know, it depends. <laughs> the end of my, towards the end of my drinking, I, I did a lot of bed vomit. I woke up in a lot of bed vomit. <laughs> that happened to me more than one time, that's for sure. Happened to Keith Moon once, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I always used to sleep face down. <laughs> Head into the pillow. Let it go. So... So then, so now we have this, we've had this plan where we're supposed to pack all weekend and now we have a dying cat and we have a kid that is throwing up all, all sure. the whole fucking time. Yeah. Total. Couldn't have been a bigger disaster. Right. Uh, so that was, that was our last weekend. So that was really great. So he had that fucking thing, whatever that was. Every, a bunch of kids in school have had it. It's just like a, it's a vomitorium. Just, it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll get it. But then I'm like, I don't have to go anywhere for a couple of weeks. So whatever. <laughs> no, you know how you look at your career? I you're like, I, I just can't get it before I take off for Atlanta. But I've got three weeks before Atlanta. So if I'm going to get sick, this might as well be the time. Have you ever been, have you ever had to go to a gig? Yeah. Throwing up? Yeah, I, I did um, three shows on a Saturday night in Denver, and I threw up in between each one of them. And Jesus. then I would go on stage, and you know that weird thing, like your adrenaline takes over. Yep. And um, it was during a pretty good time. I'm like, well, things have been pretty good lately. But anyway, so the, I sold out all three shows. That's why we did three. And so I would get on stage, and I would just be fine. And I'd get off stage, and I would just be sweating and, you know. Yeah. And they throw up all over the place and then just wait and go on. It's the worst. It was the worst. No, that, that's what happened to me when I had food poisoning, when I did a, yeah. I did a culinary school gig. Mm -hmm. And they fed me first. And then I was in back vomiting and almost shitting myself. And then they called my name, and I just went out and did 45 minutes and then uh, ran back in. Apparently, what I've heard from all of my friends that tour in bands is like, you, oh, that ha like you, it's a like a thing you just get road sick like you just right. at some point you pick it up because you're just moving around so much you're in planes or wherever it is like that and there's always one show where you're fucking vomiting like playing a song and then going to the side and hitting a bucket you know what i mean <laughs> trying not to shit yourself like that's part of i've heard morello's told a couple stories about that and i've heard uh, mike too the same thing like you know you just go on stage with a fucking fever and shit but to be fair like that those moments on stage are like that is fine. That's the, I mean, that's the weird thing is you're out there and you're not even thinking about it. You're no, your adrenaline's pumping and it's just like, but and you're kind of focused. You, you can do that, but you can't do it. You can't access it. Right. You can't just go like, okay, right. I'm going to be fine now. Right. Because less of, because life is not as fun as doing stand up. Um, not really. Or playing in a band. Yeah. I guess. But you know I what I mean? If like, but I wonder if like other guys, like golfers or like surgeons, gardeners or, Surgeon, yeah, surgeon. No, surgeon couldn't. I think it's just whatever really, like, whatever gets your, whatever gets your, um, um, your dopamine kicking, right? Isn't that what it is? No. Or serotonin? Like, I don't know. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets that. Um, and uh, I know now, now I we're being sad. screamed at. We're no, just being screamed I, I at. People are screaming at anybody who knows anything about biology because they cannot believe the two words that you just said. Dopamine is what I would think it's adrenaline. No, but adrenaline, adrenaline is actually not even a real thing. Like that, we've got that wrong. That's not actually what it's called. We've just used that word because adrenaline is actually something else called epiphrine. Anyway, I just, anyway, the point is something takes over. Huh? Isn't epiphrine what they make meth out of? That's ephedrine. Ephedrine? It's, anyway, I don't remember. Welcome to Words. Welcome to, we don't, to, welcome to, we don't, welcome to, sometimes we just jet down this path and it's like, we're both going, it's going good. Everything we're explaining, everything we're saying is like on point. And then we get to like why something happens and the shit just falls you, apart. You brought up bullshit words. You, you're the one who starts dopamine, dopamine and serotonin. So serotonin is what, what fuels your creativity. And that's why when you're depressed, a lot of comedians get super depressed because they work their brain to the point where they can't create serotonin anymore. So they take, that's what like Lexapro and all those things do. They create serotonin, mm -hmm. right? And that curbs anxiety. 
right? Right. That, 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 that curbs the anxiety. So that's what those things do. And then dopamine is what you create when you create so the thing that happens when you, so when something like chocolate or joy, or I think maybe even, or I'm, 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 I'm not entirely sure. What about butt plugs? Would that create dopamine? I mean, for me, it would. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Just so plug it. There's other ways to get to it. You're talking about me putting a plug, butt plug in. In me. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Like a couple of bros. Let's get back to the cat. Okay. So the cat I have had. It's for a so, long time. It's so weird when an animal dies because you look back and you go, oh, wait, that cat has been the constant in my life for a long time. Like sure. that cat, when I first got to LA, the first week I lived here, I got that cat with my ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. And then we broke up, and then I was alone for a long time, and then I met my soon-to-be wife. But then we broke up, and then I was, again, with the cats right. alone, and then we got back together, and then we moved in together and got married and had a kid. And through the whole thing... The one thing that was the one, literally the only thing that was sure. constant was the cat. Yep. So that's a trip. It is because it is a relationship you don't think about a lot, and yet it's, um, uh, but yet it's taking place all the time. Right. You know, Mira's dogs, have, um, uh, Kaylee and Sedona, who both went down in the last two right. years, had been with us for so long and with Amira beforehand. So yeah, it's a huge. It is a big loss, even though, like, it's weird sometimes because I think there's a. Um, uh, the relationship that you have with animals is uh, subtext is not the right word, but it's like a thing that you have unconsciously. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because you're doing other things and they're never at the top of your list of shit that you're thinking about, except when you have to leave. Right. Right. Like you don't, you're not, you're not sitting at work on God, I wonder what they're thinking about right now. Like you're not <laughs> wondering if they like their food all the time. Like you're kind of, there's sort of a task that you do every day, yeah. but they're there and they bring, and they are, and all most pets, especially dogs and cats, generally are just, they're just there to be, they're just loved and yeah. there to be, they got no, they got no. No, and this cat was like the most friendly cat you'll ever, it was almost like a dog. Right. That's what this cat was like. Right. And it, the, the awesome thing was, was that it, it's like she would allow Finn to just pick her up and walk around with her. Like she was, she was a, like a perfect cat for a kid. So that so he's pretty he's pretty devastated yeah. at first. He's better now. Like he was devastated when he first heard and she was sure. really sick and he couldn't figure it out. Man, we had a lot of a lot of great conversations about death with a four year old. That's just that's just a good time. No, I know we've had some conversations too. Where you all you're doing is explaining it to yourself, really, because they can't grab onto the concept, <laughs> and then you're just sort of having your own mortality talk. Sort of weird. Anyway, the thing about death is it's the end of the penultimate. You know, it's like really hard. It's tough. So it's the, tough. The last cat I put down, the vet re- recommended I not go in with the cat, and I was like, great, because that cat was a total pain in the ass. Right. This cat. So what happened was it's it's kidney shut down, which mm-hmm. is really common in cats. So the vet did some tests and comes back in and goes, okay, so the levels are off the scale. That's how fucked up the kidneys are. Right. They're, they're like, they're just off. Usually, how old was he? How old? 16. Yeah, it's incredibly old. Usually, like, they can do some stuff or maybe, you know, see if, you know, medicine or antibiotics, see if it's an infection or give it fluids and see if it changes. But she's like, you know, this is, this one's basically shot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we were like, well, we want to take the cat home to, tell the kid because we don't want the cat just to disappear so we we bring the cat back and they gave us fluids to give the cat so i was like giving an iv iv yeah. to a cat right did you give your dogs ivs or anything we had to uh no but uh, years ago with uh uh one of our cats um we had to like we had to inject it with water yeah that's what we were doing right it's a, it's a big bag of water and so i would poke it in the back and just let it okay so so I did it once and hang on, I'm gonna express my anal glands. <laughs> okay. Jeez. It doesn't take that long. I can actually do it without my hands. God damn it. <laughs> so one night I was there with Finn alone. That may be the only time that sentence has ever been said. Well, I don't think so. Hang on, I'm gonna on express pod- my anal glands. Not on this podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's right. I forgot. I always forget that's a segment on our show. We almost called this the anal glands podcast. We should. So, so I'm sitting there and, and the cat, I hadn't given the cat its, its IV bag all day. And it starts like doing its yell. It's like yelling. It's like, I don't want to live like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I go, we got, I got to give it its IV. And I was hoping to get Finn to bed first, but Finn was still up and there's right. boxes everywhere. Right. There's boxes all over the house now. Right. And so I sit down with the cat on the ground and I put the IV up and I poke it and I put the thing in and Finn's like, I want to go over to the other side and look. And he walks around and he climbs on top of a box that's not fully packed. He thinks it's solid. Right. And he just goes straight in and next to him on another box, there's uh, some platters and he bangs his face. And now he's got like a little cut on his face and I'm like, Jesus Christ. And he gets up and I'm like, I, I okay, hold on, hold on, and I try to get up and move, and then the ivy shoots out and it's squirting water all the place. Oh my god, dude! And my kid is like, oh my screaming. god, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, and I'm like, what? What do we do? We just have to stop giving liquids to the cat and put it down. Yeah, because there's a part of there's a part of you that's like, look, it's walking around. It's walking around. And right. And you're like, when's the last time it ate? I don't know, five days ago? <laughs> well, the other thing is there's just the, 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 I mean, barring sounds, there's no way to tell how miserable the dog or cat is at right. that point. You just don't know. Well, we asked her, we said, are they in pain? And she said, they're generally not in pain from the kidney shutdown. That, that, that isn't a painful death. She goes, but it's also like, you know, what are you doing? The cat's not eating. It's, it's not really doing anything but sleeping. It's, you know time to go i don't know it was really weird it's uh it's the first time i've ever put an animal down in mm. person which was a trip yep because the eyes stay open and the whole like in the thing where they they give it the sedative and it was like mm, we're trying to talk even though but it couldn't move the keys are in the <laughs> the keys what keys <laughs> the cat just said the keys are in the what the fuck she's talking about wake that cat up he's dead i love that uh, Heather was very upset because it's her first big. Heather point. has a what? What? What do you mean? She has Heather a has a boy, a boyfriend. <laughs> she has a boyfriend. A boy? What? A boy? Heather has a boy. What? Wait, the cat that that is when did this that cat is the beginning. Talking? That is the beginning of the of the of the of a book called the cat that talked. What? But it snitched. <laughs> Not until the no, end. Though. No, no, it said it at the beginning. That's how the thing starts. You go to put the cat down and the cat. Well, otherwise, what are you reading about? You're reading about the cat, what the cat said and how you figure it out. Yeah, but the cat never talked before until it was done. No, just it was just yes. the last thing it did. Yeah, it was the last thing you expected. And you thought, well, am I crazy? Did so I just fucking, hear that? So what happens is you, your cat never talks to you. And then also right, right when it's about to die, it starts snitching. It did, it's yeah. a fucking snitch cat <laughs> at the end. Cat. Well, he decides he's, he's like, I didn't know we weren't going to have time to have this conversation. I didn't even know I could talk. I'm dying. I got to tell you something about your wife. And you're like, what? She's like, Heather has a bathroom. Snitch cat. What? Wake up, snitch cat. <laughs> Can you reverse it? The cat Can that you? snitched. Oh, my God. The cat God. that snitched. Coming to ABC. The cat that snitched. Yeah. It's going to be a good TV show. I, we've come up with a lot of... I was still very impressed with uh, with Gas Can Squirrel Ale. Has <laughs> anybody done a... No one did a label. Uh, I think Paul's working on. Oh, you know, somebody did. Oh, I got I got sent one. It was pretty cool. Oh, but really? Paul's also work, working on one. Yeah, and then I then some people sent a lot of pictures of squirrels whose buttholes have Yo, been ripped I out. That. that one. Yeah, it's I weird. Deal with. People get there's really... a couple of uh, squirrels just sleeping. Yeah, I like that. People. Okay, so let me let me just say this. So we have another cat, right? We have, yeah. a, we have. It's not really a cat now. It's just this horrible feral thing that lives in our house, right? And so we're moving, and so I had to I had to get the cat today, and it, everyone was. Everyone, me, my wife and my son were like, how are you going to get that thing? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get that thing. I'm going to grab a towel. I'm going to try to fucking corner it yeah. and grab it and put it in. The- you don't have one of those things that uh, uh, you don't have a harpoon? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a baseball bat and I thought about that. <laughs> if you harpoon it through the right part, it'll, it'll be fine. If you could just sort of get it through the upper neck where there's a little bit of skin, you just like that. And then you pick it up and drop it in the thing. I should call the cat from hell guy. Have you seen that guy? He's exactly like you, but he does a cat show. No, <laughs> he's like the cat whisperer, but oh. he's exactly, he walks around, he comes to people's houses and he, all his equipment's in a guitar case uh-huh. and his hair's kind of cut like yours. And he's got, he's, he's, he's exactly like you, but he's a cat guy. <laughs> And he comes in and he tells people how to change their cats. Do they? Yeah, he does. Because I'm. It's interesting. But the thing about this cat is, I, don't I used to do that f- about your relationships. <laughs> but I didn't carry anything with the guitar. 
<laughs> I didn't guitar, carry a guitar case. <laughs> so we have this other cat, and it's insane. So I today I had an epic battle in the bedroom. Ugh. Like I had to Did you get hurt? Go no, but here's the deal. So I go into the bed and I'm, I get it out of there using a broom, and then it's like up on the bed. It's running back and forth, and I'm trying to grab it with a towel, and it's fucking pissing everywhere. Great. Like, it's just terrified. Great. And then I finally get it. I grab it, and it's trying to fucking bite me and scratch me, and, and I finally wrap it up, and I put it in the box, and I just look around, and the room just smells like fucking piss, and then... And then I brought it up to the house, the other house, and we put it we put it in the garage. I'm like, I don't know if I want this cat in the house anymore. Yeah. It might be an outside cat. So, but then but I you have an outside now. Yeah, you, or you will have we, an outside. We have yeah. a backyard that I, I don't think the cat could get out of. Yep. And uh, but then Heather like comes home and she's like, Jesus Christ, what happened? I'm like, I had to, I fucking got your goddamn cat. But then she goes, Did you get cut? And I'm like, No. She goes, What's all the blood? So the cat must have cut itself because there's just fucking blood all over the place. Maybe it started its period. That's a definite possibility. Is it neutered? I mean, you know what? I might have pulled out a tampon. You know what? <laughs> when I was doing oh, it. Oh, God. Let's not talk about Let's not talk about <laughs> Let's not talk about. Oh, biology? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, I think I so. I get it. Okay. It's just straight up biology. All right. I, I love it. So anyway, so Bojangles is gone. Well, that's. I'm sorry, man. It's, it's tough. You know, we, uh, you know, uh, it's tough. It's tough. It's a good cat. But I think, you know, uh. That's a sixteen years. Is a long time. It is a long time. You know, super long. Really long time. We went through a lot of shit together. We were in the gay pride parade in San Francisco together. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When your cat came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then yeah, was, she was like, "I'm gay," and I'm like, "Boyfriend, I support you." What? <laughs> I, Heather, I swear to God, I said Heather has a boyfriend. How would she? Ugh, fucking oh my God, Heather has a boyfriend. Maybe just a boy. Heather has a boy. She does have a boy. Maybe the catch Dude, is you can be in facts. denial as much as you want. <laughs> Not my wife. All right. Welcome back. Brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio for a free trial and 10% off. Your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use the code Walk in the Room. I use it. You go to Dave Anthony. We Comedy. use it. You use it for the Golden Gate Kennel Club. It's a awesome. Now the podcast, the Podfest is gonna start using it. It's worth starting a band so you can have a Squarespace account. Make your I own agree. band. I, I'd say it's worth starting a comedy career. Whatever, to start have something. That happening. Have that o- option. It, it, I, I, when I, when I told somebody, I was like, "Yeah, I built a web page in like in like an hour or something." Like it took yeah. no time at all. Someone's like, "What? The, how does that look so good?" It it looks like the way someone like creates a serious like professional website, right? Like WordPress bullshit. Like it looks. I mean, we don't got to take WordPress down, but I hear what I'm saying. You know, I'm not a big fan of WordPress. Yeah, I'll take WordPress down. <sighs> All right. I mean, are you going to go after Tumblr now? One way to build up something is to talk shit about the other people. I right, like Roundspace. Roundspace is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea how a computer works. <laughs> So go to Squarespace. They they always get new designs, and they uh, and they always they have twenty four hour support. Plus, if you use our uh, special code, a special code, walk in the room. It starts at eight dollars a month. Eight bucks a month. Yeah, that's good. I mean, how do you not? Even if you're even if you're just it's the same price you pay for Netflix. Yeah, even even you just want to talk about dirt. You know, you just want to have a web page about dirt. Yeah. Why? What's eight bucks a month? Yeah, well, I think Kyle Kinane has is doing that. The dirt? Oh think, yeah, yeah, he's going to do a dirt podcast. Uh, so go over there. You don't need a credit card. You get ten percent off with our little doohickey walk in the room. Want to thank Squarespace, especially for how awesome they were at the Podfest, mm-hmm. and they're going to be at the Podfest this year. 
Today Are we? We're, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do it. We're gonna do <laughs> the podcast. First. People were like, I, gotta, I started getting all I these gotta, emails. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Talk to Dave. Talk I, to Dave. I got it talking to you by my wife. <laughs> Good. I like your wife a lot. I get talking to you by from my wife. So I used we're to. Gonna, yeah, the walk in the room will be there. Yeah. Calm your fucking shit down. It'll be great. Uh, and walking the room is also going to be at the bell house. And I want to say something about this. So we have Ryan Hamilton right now and who um, I am a huge fan. Oh my God. Me too. I fucking love him. Um, and we also have a, a singer named Anya Maria who's fucking awesome. Go look her up. She's great. And so she's going to be there as well. Um, and there'll be some surprises. One of the things is, is that, and a couple of times this has happened where people have said, I really wish you had less guests and more you and Dave. Um, Ugh. I know. But that might happen this year. So um, if you're waiting for a big celebrity get, that may not happen. Uh, we yeah. still want you to come. It's sometimes it puts a you know it puts a little pressure on the show to have to do that. But, it, but then, uh, every, like I said, everyone says, "Well, I would have just been happy to have you guys do more time." So we may grab, hopefully, grab another stand up. Um, there might be some musical surprises, but for the most part, it is going to be uh, heavy on the Dave and Greg, and also because we only have two actual hours, which is doesn't is not a lot uh given that the monarchs now play space jams so the first song we're going to do is probably going to be 27 minutes oh yeah just one chord can i can i not go nope you have to go are we really sharing a hotel room yeah I'm going to try and get my plane on Miles, and we're going to share a hotel room. Kinder. It's weird. You'd think after five years we'd be more successful, <laughs> and it just keeps getting worse and worse, in fact. <clears throat> uh, well, enjoy the snoring. Do you snore? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to be able to get the earliest flight out I possibly can on Sunday morning so that I basically just stay up all night. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, then that way don't, we don't have to go to sleep. We can sleep on the plane. Yeah, boy. I already bought my tickets. Did you? Did you get a good one? I think. I don't know. I think. I have a ton of Virgin miles, so I'm not trying to do that. I, yeah, I'm fine Virgin. And then my Australia dates are up, and um, and I'll put them on my website, but I think you can go to the Melbourne Comedy Festival and see that I'm on the headliner show for the two weeks, and um, that's all I know about that. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing all of you. A lot of people have already said they're going to come make the trip to get out there, and then also I'll be touring around the country if you can't get there. When do you go there? Do you know what? Day? Yeah, I go the second week of April. I go April thirteenth. And what dates? What what shows are you doing before April thirteenth here in the United States of America? Uh, I have uh, Atlanta, I- Atlanta, and then the Bell House, and then Treasure Island. What's Treasure Island? Or isn't that what that's called? Oh, the Vegas? In Vegas. No, the thing that's in Florida. Oh, the fucking San Mar. The, the yeah, uh, Marco Island. Thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you heard, have you done it before? No. Have you heard about it? I just looked at the check. It's supposed to be the worst gig in America right now. In in terms of what, like heckling and stuff? They, it, it, Blaine said it, it was like it was well, like, Blaine. Blaine no, is the, the weirdest. I'm gonna be honest no, with you. Now, I, I adore I adore Blaine. Yeah. I absolutely adore Blaine. Yeah. I think he is, and I've I've worked. I mean, we've, I've known him forever, and I think he's fucking hilarious. Blaine is not for everyone. <laughs> no, but it was also watching the other comics. Oh right, it, it went on all week. And I've heard this from other comics who went there and did this place. Yeah. It's like it's like you're not on stage. It's That's fine. Like, it's like they're just hanging out, talking to each other, having a party. Yeah. And you're just up there. Like, there's no respect for the art form. That's absolutely fine. I just want to get done. I have an hour. I know how to talk. I have two hours, and I can get them into one hour by not stopping talking and then going back to my hotel room and then zipping back home to say goodbye to my kids and then flying to Australia. Because all I'll be thinking about is when I get out of here, I'm going to Melbourne, which I cannot wait for. Right. But then I'm gone for seven weeks. So during that time, there will be a, there will be a co-host, uh, a guest co-host for Walking the Room pretty much maybe we'll see or maybe who knows what's gonna happen. we don't want to shut it down though i don't know do you should we i don't know i don't know i haven't decided right. it's a long time to do it with other people and seven if, shows if someone sucks you know then i have to sit there and pull just pick one person and have them do it just get fucking fairbanks or someone to Who's do it fairbanks chris fairbanks i think fairbanks is starting a podcast with karen kilgara oh they keep talking about that but karen's no, working no, no, on fucking pete holmes they're not gonna do it no it's actually i think it's actually in the works now i know but it's just taking too long get him 
All right, so here's the thing. I, I, I haven't really talked ever seriously about this because it didn't really become a serious problem until now. But I, and I know I've, I've made some jokes about it, but I have also mentioned it. Um, I have a thing called macular degeneration, which means that I am um, uh, very, very, very slowly going blind. But I think things are worse because I can't, uh, I can barely uh, keep my eyes open when I have my glasses off. Yeah. So, and I keep my sunglasses on all the time. So I just, if you've seen lots of photos of me with my glasses on indoors, it's just because I simply cannot uh, endure the light. Uh, so I'm going to go find out on next Thursday. I'm going to go get uh, my eyes checked and, Jesus, uh, and find out. Yeah, it's weird. I can't see. Like when I open it, uh, my eyes are open. It's blurry far away and up close. So everything's just blurry. It's like really? I've been smacked in the head. Yeah. Which is also how I, most of my. Well, that explains a lot. Right. The yeah. eyes have just joined the party. The <laughs> eyes have just matched up with where the brain is I and can't. my ability to speak. I can't handle a blind you. Well, I know, I know it's going to be worse for you, but for me, it's not going to be great. What do you mean? Just because I'm going to tell you what everything tastes like. <laughs> I tell you how much I like, like smells. You having you having to explain yourself purely verbally sounds horrifying. It's the worst. But here's the thing. So I know it, it sucks. And uh, um, but who knows? Who, who knows? Maybe there's maybe there's a something that can fix it. I don't know. Um, but. Uh, you know, I have a, caught a lot of grief for having glasses on indoors, and it's it's hard to explain to everybody you, all the time. Do you, you know? do it? You mean like when you're sunglasses on, off stage or on stage or well, on stage? I take them off because I can't see anyway, so I just pace. You know oh, what I mean? Right, I never right, right. I never have one on stage, and I'm getting all the Does lenses. It... All the lenses will be green, so you can see through them and so see my eyes. Uh, I'm getting all my glasses changed when I get my prescription. But um, uh, I was at the wedding. I saw my um, my dad's cousin. And she has the same thing. And she never has her eyes open. She's constantly blinking all the time. Really? It's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, put some glasses on. My grandma wore dark glasses at the end. You know, she's 99 though, but she wore dark glasses inside and always looked really cool. So I, I'm gonna, yeah. So that's, but that's, so that's it. So then that put me in a panic the other night. So I was like, oh my god, I have to learn how to play guitar now. I know Wait, how to play guitar. What? Hang on, I know how to play guitar, but never you in know my you're life. You're in a band, right? Right, right. But you've seen the band. <laughs> you know what I do. Yeah. Okay. I come up with ideas for songs, and I and I write a lot of the stuff. I even write some of the things that are hard that Mike plays, but he plays them because they're difficult. But I was like, I, I, that can't be my life anymore. I right. have to be able to play the guitar. And I have never, ever learned a song all the way through unless I was going to learn it for something, uh -huh. right? Like I learned a Pixie song to go do it, but I'd never just sit down and go, I love the Beatles. Let's learn all their songs. Right. Because I just didn't care. And then I'm like, that, is, that means I can't play in a band by myself. Like I couldn't just sit down with a bass player and a drummer and oh, have right. a band. Yeah. So I started with the song that I did for Bring the Rock called Cecilia Ann. And then I started working on another song. And I, for the last five days, I've done nothing but learn. I've just been up all night learning, yeah. uh, learning songs. And I've never, and I've all the way through every note of the thing. It's never happened. I'm 50 years old. Right. So I'm teaching myself songs because if I can't see eventually, I, I want to be able to play the guitar. Oh, yeah, what, what, but what is how? What if? What is? So you're you're reading the mu you're reading music? Is that no? I'm just teaching myself by ear, but I could never do it before, and now I can. You have to. What do you mean? You had to look at it before, or no? Before I just never would do it. I couldn't. I didn't have what the ear. What does that do? What does that? Oh, you don't have the ear. What does that do? To see the fretboard. I watch okay. my hands on the fretboard, and I want to be able to not watch my hands on the fretboard. Gotcha. So that, but I, before that, I have to learn how to play songs, right? And learn it by ear. And if I can't hear it by ear, I won't be able to learn new songs once I'm blind. Now I may not go blind, but I am making some plans. <laughs> I'm making some plans. Uh, fuck, I can't wait to come over here and rearrange your furniture. Oh my God, it's going to be good. Just, just you be... falling over shit. I mean, I still bang into things all the time anyway. Oh, I know. There Jesus. won't be that much no noticeable difference. Well, look, I mean, for me, it, look, I've been doing this podcast with Roy Orbison for a while. <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have Dude, more. It sucks, man. Well, I, you know, people are like, are, are you freaked out about it? I'm like, I don't have a, ch I don't get to, uh, no, I'm not. What am I going to do? Yeah, it is. What like, it is. I, what am I going to do? Be super? Uh, I oh don't God, know. I'm going blind. Like, what do you? What do you? You can't. You just I can't go. do anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's what it is. Right. And there's worse things. Dead. Yeah, dead's worse. If you had to lose one, what would you lose? One of your senses. What would it be? Uh, That's a tough one. Uh, Mine would be math. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to pick cardboard. 
<laughs> You're listening to The Science of Life with Dave and Greg. We should start a science podcast. We should. We would have the best science podcast. Yeah, it would be pretty great. Or just discussing anything that people want to know about in depth. Well, yeah. Be. I, I would I would feel so sorry. War for of 1812. Your... Do you know what it is? Yeah. Tell me about it. Oh, I don't know that much about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I was asked on my on uh, vague stories. What'd you say? It was a conflict. Between? A couple of parties. Which ones? The ones that didn't like each other. One's, one was from... Europe. One was one from one place and the other was from the other. They had a disagreement, and I don't think either of them are from Spain. And now do you know which countries it were? I don't. You, so afterwards you... Is that the same as the Spanish Civil War? So... <laughs> Absolutely not. I just so said afterwards, you weren't curious, and you didn't go look it up. I, you know, I probably pulled up Wikipedia, and then I just wrote cheetah again. Someone told me they just met a, a chick who was really into cheetahs. Someone that we know, can't remember. Who's into 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 saving the cheetah? Like, where's cheetah? Like, it's totally into the cheetahs. Yeah, super, just super into cheetahs. It's just like you. It's like a girl. It's like a girl. They may have just met me. <laughs> Did you know that Sylvia Plath used to be called Sweater Girl? I, no, we have I, something in common. No, I did not know, but I didn't care. I mean, that's the cool thing. <laughs> also, about I, that. Know, uh, I asked Pat the other day, who is Sylvia Plath and can she do podcasts? <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to come back and I'm going to read something. Okay, I'm going to pee. To you. Pee out of your dick. y'all so i'm going through i'm going through shit right because mm-hmm. i'm moving I, I i packed all my glasses so i had to grab some glasses from like a right eight. oh nice uh so i'm going through all the shit and i stumble across a resume and application when i was when i was in san francisco i decided to move to new york right i had to get a job in new york no in in at near san francisco to save up money to go to new york oh got it okay so I got a job at a workman's comp insurance company. Oh, that sounds great. And I found the application. Okay. For, so for whatever reason, I copied it. Okay. Uh, so I want to read you some of the stuff in here. Yeah, I want to hear it. Now, uh, it says, employment desired. What kind of work do you do? Uh, I work in a private bank providing direct assistance to the public. That's what I was doing then. <laughs> okay. Because like, I was a part-time teller. Uh, what kind of work would you like to do? Valid question, right? Now yeah. You know me. Yeah. Uh, I would like to work with the public, <laughs> especially in a job that allows me to assist people on an individual basis. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> it gets so much better. It's insane. So I fill this out, and my, and it says work experience. Uh, the f- it's too bad that you couldn't, at that point, say to them, asterisk, and then say, see Twitter feed. <laughs> <laughs> just like your own reference see twitter feed for my ability to deal with the public okay so my first job that i put uh for work experience is stand-up comedian why would i do that i don't know <laughs> why would i ever do that right uh what are, what are my duties performing comedy clubs around the country uh then i'm a drive-up teller which is what i was right a part-time teller uh file clerk okay uh tutor where were you drive up teller at that um in nevada at a bank oh nevada yeah a tutor and then a delivery driver which I did in college that's my total experience uh what uh what machines or computers can you operate ibm personal computer <laughs> nice 10 key calculator and a fax machine wait a minute wait a minute a 10 key calculator <laughs> yeah holy shit and you know how to fax how do they not make you the CEO? The <laughs> Can you? What button do you push? <laughs> oh my god! Um, all right, so this is when it gets really good. Briefly describe your responsibilities. Currently at the at my bank, mm-hmm. uh, I'm required to balance my cash on a daily basis after performing numerous cash transactions. <laughs> Holy shit! You're a moron. <laughs> what a fucking moron! <laughs> That I, is exactly what every 7-Eleven... <laughs> <laughs> like, 
that's no different than anybody behind a cash register. <laughs> I, Numerous, huh? I answer phones and refer. How? Wait a minute. I pick it up and I go, hello. Thank, thank God. We had a guy here that worked here for a month. He didn't know. He kept saying, what's that ringing? What's that ringing? Uh, I refer clients to the correct department. <laughs> the correct department? <laughs> the, the, uh, what department? Is, oh, oh, correct department. I thought you said the correct apartment. No, department. Oh, yeah. Department. How do you do that? So the people call me and say... I'd like a loan. And then you I'll send with a loan department. Loan department. <laughs> oh my God, good for you. So you know the names of things and how to tell people about and them. And I know how to push a button. Holy fuck, this seems like a job for me. Additional responsibilities include watching for fraudulent transactions, filing, and informing customers of insufficient fund activity. <laughs> hey, uh, you don't have enough money in here. Hey, Steve, you're down a quart. <laughs> in terms of cash, you're down a quart. What what do you enjoy about your present assignment? Well, my assignment <laughs> my assignment allows me to interact with a variety of people on a daily basis. <laughs> like you don't like anybody or anything. That's just the thing. I, like it's just impossible to imagine you not answering that with the word nothing. I don't like anything about it. <laughs> How do you not do that? Uh, what part of it appeals to you? I do not consider my job to be challenging. My duties are repetitive and do not give me a sense of accomplishment. Ah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So now, you know, even though I was bragging about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, look, this is, I need more. I hunger for more. So you're letting, what you're essentially saying is, look, I'm upwardly mobile and I'm open about it. Yeah. Uh, What goals have you set for yourself? Mm, Interesting. I want to hear. Business goals. Okay. To obtain a position with a growing company where my creativity, technical skills, and interpersonal experience will be of value. So is that how you describe Marin? <laughs> with that experiences? Personal goals. Uh, to achieve a level of personal satisfaction through my career and family. Great. So, no so family. first off, the last time you had a job that I remember, you were super happy on The Walking Dead or Talking Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You loved it. Yeah. Uh, what factors do you feel will aid you in achieving success? Not being me. I am very <laughs> persistent. That's true. Ambitious. That's true. And a goal-oriented person. If given a challenging position in an interesting field, these characteristics will enable me to succeed. I love that you want to succeed. And then I straighten my tie. Holy and shit. I, and then I fucking... But did you see... Did you put an asterisk and then say, not show business? <laughs> Excluding show business. Let's see if Kyle got back to me. Oh, yeah. I just got three. Kyle's in. God damn it. That's a great show. Uh, Kyle Kinane and Al Madrigal. March 7th. March 7th. At, uh, at uh, Meltdown. Are it's we going to? Friday night. Okay. 9 p.m. Or, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, have you had leadership responsibilities with people? Yes. At where? Uh, I've been responsible for on-the-job training for two employees. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is some leadership. As a tutor in college, I instructed students on various ways to excel in their courses. In addition, I was an assistant manager at a car wash. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Which Talk like about half the guys on meth. <laughs> God, dude. I don't know how you didn't go into public service. I don't know how you're not the leader of a of, the, of our free. Co- I mean, you worked at a car wash. Yep. <clears throat> what examples can you offer where you have innovated at work to achieve a desired result? <clears throat> at First Interstate Bank, times uh-huh. I required to refer people to the new accounts area. <clears throat> As a drive-up teller, this was nearly impossible. Oh my god. Right, because then they'd have to come inside the bank, this right? This is when it gets crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. By writing down phone numbers and addresses that appeared on deposit slip, I was able to contact customers with a different method than other tellers. My referrals increased to number one in the branch. All a lie. I never wrote. I mean, <laughs> also, I'm fucking, I'm just bothering people at home. Like, oh I'm a bank teller who just takes down personal information and is like, hey, uh, hey, Mr. Jacobs, uh, you drove through today and I just want to bother you at home. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Hey, it's I'm Dave. Down, I'm it's down. Dave. 
Hey, addresses. Hey. I'm, what am I driving to their fucking house? Mr. Jacobs, it's Dave from the window. Listen, I've got some ideas about where you should put your money. No, I got it off your check. Nope, I can fucking do that. I can do that. I'm a, that's uh, this so far. This I is can a do that. Terrifying person that I'm painting. Uh, yeah. Uh, what would you list as your strong points? I'm able to defeal, deal effectively with people in ambiguous or stressful situations. That is so not true. I, I flip out. You do speak before groups or audiences. Get that, ideas. That's ac- true. Get ideas across clearly and concisely. Mm-hmm. Not your deal. Gather information and analyze data and perform well under pressure. What are your possible weak points? What do you think? You like people too much. <laughs> you love too hard. You're you're too emo- you're too emotionally available. I said that I'm a perfectionist. It's the oh classic. God, the classic. Okay, now here, this is great. What individual has most influenced you in shaping your career? Paul Brown. Paul Brown, the football player? No, no. Paul Brown was a teacher I had, a professor. Oh, great. And then the next sentence says. He was a college professor who died in 1991. Like, <laughs> oh, jeez, he liked a dead guy. He liked to. I go totally morbid on the. <laughs> By the way, you can't contact him because that motherfucker's dead. <laughs> Paul Brown. But I never say why. What? I never no. say why. It was fucking Paul Brown, the it's, dead guy. It's like you got lost between the two questions and forgot to to give them the point of saying Paul Brown. <laughs> You fucking idiot. Oh, wait. No, here we go. In what ways did this individual (laughs) contribute? Contribute? Sure. As my professor, Dr. Brown, taught me how to be patient and analyze the situation. Through example, he showed me career satisfaction does not come by the salary one makes, but by working in an interesting field and having a positive effect. So I just said, pay me less. (laughs) You did. I did. You did. I said, I don't fucking care about money. I don't care about money. In a, on a job application. Yeah. By the way, I was asking for 23000 a year. That's crazy. That's what that was. Yeah. Well, at that point, though, in time, that was a lot of money. Was it? In, well, what was that? 90, oh, no. 94. Uh, not that it's not much. Great. No. Not that great. Uh, Depends on where you live. You were living at home, though, weren't you? A what? You were living at home. Uh, well, that's, I moved back home to save money and work at this job. Yeah. So. Um, what valid criticisms have been made of your work? What do you think? Go oh, check again. See Twitter feed. <laughs> Coworkers have suggested I have a tendency to become too engrossed in a project. <laughs> That's a, you're such a fucking liar! Ah, oh, Dave's just too into this again. Wait, He's not throwing I, a bad attitude and telling me how much he hates his boss. He's just digging in. You ready? I will work through breaks and delay lunches until it is done. I can't okay. tell you how many I'm times. I'm a bank teller. Oh my god! What am I, I-, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times people screamed at me at the car wash. Dave, that window is clean. <laughs> that window is clean enough. Let him take his car. Dave, you are too engrossed. Get away from their tires. They are armorald. There isn't a job on. There is not a job on the list that I gave that would involve someone working through lunch. <laughs> It's so great. Uh, What have you done to overcome these criticisms? Well, by taking scheduled breaks and lunches, I'm able to reduce stress. (laughs) Idiot. Stress enables me to increase my productivity and efficiency. You'd hire me, right? When uh, you have spare time, what do you do with it? During my spare time, I read or write. I also enjoy going to the gym. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here's what I would say. I would call you in my office, and I would say... And I would say, first off, I read your, I just, I read your, uh, yeah. uh, your uh, interview. Application. Application. And I have one question. Do you live near a barn or do you live uh, on a ranch? Oh, no. Oh, uh, well, where did you get all the horse shit? <laughs> <laughs> because this is the most horse shitty. No. <laughs> I don't think so. This is, this is the la- this no, the I do think one. so. No, this is the last one. Okay. Please write a short description of yourself. Okay. I consider myself to be an active and productive person who works well with the public. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't change your, your your personal description on Twitter to that, you have to put that as your byline. Who gives a shit that you work on with Marin? Nobody cares about your credits. Put that on there. 
I am a, I am generally a serious person, but I have a good sense of humor. Again, debatable. Ugh. That's fucking great, Who dude. Hire that, guy? that is great. Who wouldn't hire that guy? It's just so funny, like to think. I know, but that's that's got to be the way that ninety percent of thinking people fill shit out like that. Like yeah. it's like, what do they want to hear? How, what, how do I not it? make myself look insane? It's almost like they're asking you just hide yourself in how this. How well do you lie? How well of a liar how well are you? Lie? But also, just hide yourself in this. Yeah. Just hide because I'm not. None of this is, and I guarantee you, no one ever read a full one of those. No. No way. They couldn't. Who could sit there it and It goes like this. They put shit. it down and they go, Dave Anthony's what? He goes, the curly-haired guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> or get him. I love that guy. He had a lot of spunk. He was funny. <laughs> it's so great. That is great. It's so great that you have that. It's a craplication. Jesus, dude. That is a that is a nice piece of work just to take on the road. Read a few couple. Read, oh read that. God. You should got to do that from the stage. It's really fucking insane. It's good, though. It's just horseshit. It's just the most horseshit. It's unfucking. But who doesn't? Who among us wouldn't write those same things? They force you into those questions, you know. Yeah, they. It's do. It's never like the question. One of the questions should be like, "What's going on, bro? How much do you really eat? <laughs> How much do you really eat? <laughs> How much do you really eat? Can you, you be honest? Can you be honest about how much you jerk off? What things do you like to look at? <laughs> Besides, <laughs> what are your favorite <laughs> things you like to look, to look at? at? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, we should have a. Um, we have an intern because we were given one because of all things comedy is taking off kind of without us, but that's all right. Um, but they, if we, we should have. And they are, by the way, the guy Michael Wayne is doing a great job, excellent job. Yes, he he's is. fantastic, and he, he he's doing more than he should. But I wish we had had a questionnaire for him oh fuck i wish we'd been able to yeah to put together an intern interview yeah so that we could you know what i mean like i don't want to unhire him right but if he leaves before all thing comedy gives us another go-getter right i prefer a liar <laughs> <laughs> i prefer the best liar ever okay so you know what happened at this job so i get hired and within like three weeks so I'm, I'm a claims assistant. And within like three weeks, all of the other claims assistants are coming to me to ask me how to do shit. They've been working there for years. Like, it's like I'm at a job of ju it's just idiots. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then after a while, I noticed that the person I'm working now, for. Now, claims adjustment is what? That's just whether you decide whether a claim is, is valid or not? Yeah. And then you pay ones that are valid out. Like, you just right. you just take on right. people who file a claim and then you, you sort so of. So that's what, in, in The Incredibles, that's what uh, Mr. Incredible does. He works at an insurance company and he's yeah. a claims adjuster. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so they, they, they stick me with this this chick who's not very good at her job mm -hmm. and she's an idiot basically. Mm -hmm. And so I keep just like dealing with the mistakes and she's really bad at it. And so I go in and I go, can you guys, can I get switched? And this is after like six months or something. Mm -hmm. Can I get switched to somebody else? Can I get a different person? And they're like, why? And I go, well, there's just some issues and it's not really working out. And, she, and the, the supervisor goes, can you write them down for me so I can make a decision? And I go, sure. So I write down all the problems I'm having with this person. You're in trouble. And then I bring it to her and I hand it to the supervisor. And then the supervisor mm -hmm. calls in my adjuster mm -hmm. and shows her the list. Of course. Of course. <laughs> that is the most chicken shit. Pass the buck. Just I, I, like I saw that coming from a mile away. So then, so then my, that, so now it's really uncomfortable. Oh my God. So then it's my, so uncomfortable. So then my claims adjuster comes back and says, that's fucking bullshit what you did. And then I stand up and I walk into the supervisor's office and I go, I'm about to quit. I'm going to drop the shit at your door. And then I walk into the head of the company's office and I go, let me tell you what just happened. And he was a guy that I used to go out and party with. Like sometimes me and my, the big boss of the company. Yeah. Sometimes we would go out at lunch and get plowed and not go back to work. I love it. So he was just like a fucking dude. He got, he got his shit done, but he was also a dude. It's like, let's blow one off today. Let's blow one off. I love that guy. So he's probably dead now. <laughs> There's no way that guy's still alive. And if he is, he's a listener. So I go in and I go, Mike, here's what just went down. And he just puts his head and he goes, he goes, I cannot believe this fucking happened. He goes, so you're quitting? I go, I can't work here. There's no fucking way I can work in this place now. That's insane. 
And I just got up and emptied my desk and left. Oh, I wanted you to tell me that Mike went out and fired everybody I don't except know what, you. I don't know what happened, but I do know that, that the, the supervisor got uh-huh. a lot of shit. I heard through somebody else. They were like, yeah, man, she got fucking taken down a notch. I love it. Crazy, right? Yeah. I would tell job stories if I had had one. Job stories. Mm. We got a lot of them. I'm doing Uncabaret tonight. I have. I would oh, like to. Yeah, I've well, had some pretty good jobs, let's, actually. Well, no, let's tell people that because. It's tonight, though. Yeah. No, let's, let's, let's uh, go ahead and plug it. Okay, tonight I'm doing a cabaret, <laughs> Sunday night. So you can't go unless you got a time machine, and even then that would be the biggest waste of your fucking, of the science. I'm at Largo on March 11th with, right now, Neil Brennan and Gareth Reynolds. That's good. That'll be fun. Gareth Reynolds might be a guy I might want to do the podcast with while you're gone. Cool. I find him to be fucking hilarious. Cool. I don't know him. You're never gonna. <clears throat> That's probably Never, true. Ever fucking going to. Ever. Well, when I do, I won't be able to see him because I'll be blind. Uh, you're waving. <laughs> 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 you guys, thanks for listening to our podcast. If we haven't thanked you in a while, and thank you. And, um, you know, if you just share it with people. Oh, by the way, I want to say when I was going through all this shit, I found all this. You guys have done so much fucking cool shit over the over just the time of this podcast that I found like shirts that have been made and you know, the guy no. who made the, the guy who fucking made a painting of Finn like no I know like there was people I, have done, there's no, so the, much shit that Christmas I ornaments across. and and um and also now, this is another nice thing uh I've gotten some very nice DMs about like people who are going through shit with their meds and people who are like oh I you know what I mean like there's yeah. there's um um there's been a lot of uh for lack of a better word, community. And uh, and I totally appreciate it. Sometimes I don't get back to people because um, yeah, a lot of you write in, but I read everything and I, I do appreciate it. And if I've ever not written back, it's only an oversight. I There's nothing I've ever read, but I was like, well, right. fuck this guy. So if I didn't right. write you back, it wasn't because uh, you're a dick or I don't like you. Uh, it, it was because I just simply didn't have the time right. uh, or forgot where it was you wrote me because I have like all these different portals. The squirrel guy wrote back. I will get back to that next week. The what? The squirrel guy wrote me another email. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> we'll talk about that next week. Okay. Glitter. Glitter. Glitter done.